Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Chrissy Bones with your Frenzy and Friends update. How does this work? Did the Jets fans take off today from work? I have Carton's off. I haven't seen Frank. I called Cardano. He was crying. Yeah, I can uh, see that happening. Thursday night football, Browns 21, Jets 17. Like I said twice on Thursday, Corey and Chris, if this was a Hollywood script, Sam Darnold would face Baker Mayfield just to see who the real number one should be or could have been. But we got some to Rod Taylor first. And a note to, uh, to Rod. Ty Rod Taylor was a decent quarterback in yeah. the NFL. To Rod to Taylor Rod sucks. Not so <laughs> he looked like he was hurt last night. He looked like he yeah. was either on the yeah, takeoff was hurt last night. He was off. He did not look good. At he was hurt time by the glare the of the spotlight. Thank God for Browns fans because the rescue late in the first half came the Browns' new franchise quarterback with Cleveland. Down 14-0, Jets cruising behind two Isaiah Crowell TDs, but all Mayfield after that, he puts up 21 points in just over a half. Browns win 21-17. Browns cover the three points and the under of 41 in this one. The victory fridge is open all over Cleveland. Browns win their first game in 365 days. Mayfield led the Browns down the field for a field goal on his first drive, then led scoring drives of 69 and 75 yards in the final two quarters on the final 15-play drive. Mayfield, 6 of 8 for 60 yards, but both incompletions were drops. He really should have thrown 8 for 8 there. Finishes 17 of 23 for 201, no TDs. But let's have the audio here, guys. He converted on a Philly special there you go. Jarvis Landry and hit Mayfield <laughs> for the open two. I think we got the sound on the fourth floor. I got to hear my Philly special. I can't hear the Philly special yeah. right now. Now he's running away Here from center, and the snap goes to Duke Johnson. Then they flip it around, then they throw it, and Mayfield caught it! <laughs> well, it's just... the Philly special, <laughs> Cleveland style! Gotta love it. Oh, God, everybody's running oh, this I'm Philly so special play right now. It's a good play, it works all the time, but Baker Mayfield comes in and gives the team a spark right off the jump, so Baker Mayfield ever begins in Cleveland, they get a win, and... Hugh Jackson to find a way to screw it up. My boy C.J. Wentz is back on Sunday, and I got a Philly special, too. What was a prop bet, you think, on, on the Mayfield two-point conversion? You think Gabe took that? <laughs> I'm quite sure he probably did, knowing Gabe. So what did Baker say after it. the game? Dilly dilly to the Cleveland fans. As uh, finally, the uh, fridge is open in 10 bars across Ohio. 200 free Bud Lights. The beer inside the locked fridge is opening by a master-controlled dilly dilly switch. And also of note in this one, after Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Crowell's second score, he picked up a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty after pretending to use the football as a roll of TP yeah. on his butt, then that fired was, the ball. Yeah, I guess, we, I, guess he that took, was odd. I guess he took going against the Browns, literally, and he gave them a Brown football to, to throw into the stands. I'm sure he'll hear from the league on that one, too. That wasn't a good look for my main man, Isaiah Crowell. And finally, for the Jets, dumb penalties killed them. None bigger than Morris Claiborne's holding penalty on that two-point conversion, giving the Browns a second try, which they converted. How bad a choke job was this for the Jets? Wrap your brain around this, guys. Since 2008, before Thursday night, when trailing by at least 14 points, the Browns were 172-1. and one. Wow. 
And then yep. that one win goes. Through. I got I got a stat for you. Last time they had a come from behind victory bigger than this was in 2014 against the Titans. They won 29-28. There you there go. You and go. that's it. Uh, Chrissy Bones with the uh, Frenzy and Friends update. Yes. More with the guys coming up after this. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. All right, here we go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the special edition of the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Frenzy and Friends right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive right now, my main man, Chris Ventra. But throughout the course of the day, we'll get you ready for week three in the NFL season. Talk whatever you want to talk about. Phone lines will be open at some point. Right now, i got Ventra, Mr. Sussman to be up here a little bit later on. Frank to take the homie Jim Day. Going to be a fun-filled morning right here on FNTSY Radio. My main man, Chris Ventra, it's your boy. It's What's your boy. Oh, I'm very happy. I'm, I mean, I, listen, I feel... Why are you happy? Because the, 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 the Giants are still the second-place team in New York. The Jets are the better team. No, they still are. Fine. Yes. Right. But it's not about the Jets. It's not like that. I, you know, I'm like, oh, yes, the Jets lost painfully or whatever. And it was poetic because Baker Mayfield came in and beat the quarterback that was taken yeah. after him and all that. But I just I like I like the Browns and I want I like underdog teams. You know what all I mean? Right. I want to see him get a win. And it was just it was just beautiful to see him come in. All up against Donald. Donald kind of like flattens out once he yeah, came in. No, Didn't do nothing after that. Donald was bad last night. He did not have a good game. Started off kind of smooth, but you could tell he was rattled. Now listen, as a rookie quarterback, you're going to have this. But it was it was good to see. Um, you know they left him out there. He didn't have the best game, but he stayed out there. And he's going to have his ups and down. And down Sam Donald. If I'm a Jet fan, I'm still optimistic yeah. on this season and on Donald. But last night was just flat out bad. But the Cleveland Browns get their W. Yeah, they get their W. Come from behind win. They're down 14 nothing. Big comes in. Right, he comes in riding on the back of his lead horse, Carlos Hyde, who yeah. had a big day, Carlos ran with authority. He was balling yesterday. He looked good. Uh, it was also his birthday, and he had his first kid. So shout out to Carlos Hyde for that. And, um, you know, I mean... This is awesome for the Browns because maybe this is the turn of their franchise. This yeah. is very big for them. They needed this W to get it off their so back. they lose LeBron. The city of Cleveland lose LeBron. Now they welcome in Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield is not going to be the iconic GOAT that LeBron James is. I get that. But it's good to see that, you know, some hope renewed in Cleveland. Now, let me ask you this, Ventra. Yeah. If you start Baker Mayfield from week one, mm-hmm. are the Browns 3-0? and No. No. Maybe two and one. That's it. You're not going to give him three and zero. I'm not going to give him three and zero. They, they would they would face a loss along the way. I don't think even if Baker, you know, next game he might make he's going to make mistakes. He's a rookie. He's you a know rookie what I mean? Yeah. But he was very ambitious. He wanted it last night. You could tell that this guy wants it, and, and that's something you like to see from a young quarterback. Like he's not afraid. He yeah. wasn't afraid to just start slinging it. The offense looked ten times better right when he came in. And listen, the Browns D is very good. They gave up the two touchdowns because Tyrod basically couldn't move the ball an inch. So they kept kept having to play. Defense. I was worried about Tyrod. I thought Tyrod was either on the take or injured last night, Someone and I hate to wrong. accuse somebody of being on the take, but that didn't look like the Tyrod Taylor that we've seen years. Listen, he's not like the flat out. You know, he's not the best quarterback in the NFL, but Tyrod Taylor definitely plays better than what I saw last night. So I was worried that he was on the take. Yeah, no, he he did not look good. Something was off, and then of course he was injured and came off the field. 
Let's see what that's all about. I don't know exactly yet, but it looks like Baker's going to take over. Would you say Baker takes over from here on out? I think Baker. Right? I think it's Baker's job right now. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. they did not announce that last night. I don't respect the Tyrod Taylor, so I do see ba- Baker Mayfield being the quarterback moving forward. Interesting game last night. A lot of stuff going on. They didn't show this on the broadcast. At least I didn't see this on the broadcast. But how does a possum get into the stadium? And when a possum gets into the stadium, like where's the possum chilling at? Like, and when a possum starts making its way towards the, the, the seating area, why was nobody getting the F out the way? Because if I see a possum, I don't care about the game no more, son. I'm out. When did they see the possum? Son, it was a possum. You didn't see the meme on the internet? Of the dude, the Cleveland Brown fan had the possum by the tail, and the son came over with a box, and they put the possum in the box. You didn't see this video? It was all over social media last night. No, no, I passed that right. A real, live, legit possum. Yeah. Not a parson, a possum, (laughs) a P O S S U M, was in the effing stadium. And some whack job from Cleveland Grab had the possum by the tail, and the possum is trying to bite the dude's arm off, and I'm like, Stop showing this. What are we doing? They come over. They put the possum in a box. You know, fold the corners over. And up. one of the dudes comes. And I'm not. I'm. I'm. You to be that guy mm. to remove the possum. That's a hundred dollar hour job. Yeah, I mean that's animal control. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you what. Possums, interestingly enough, I don't. I think they don't have a. I don't know if it's if they don't have vertebrae, uh, Mr. Sussman. If you could correct me on this, but they can like slip through small things Son, like a rat. They I, however, the possum right got through. there. I was not. <laughs> I was worried because I'm I'm, not, I'm never going to that stadium now because they had a possum in the stadium, son. Oh, I love so that, that was the first thing. The possum. It, it was a wild scene with the possum. The only thing I really love about that game last night was it was a true. Old, I love old school ball. I love ground and pound. I love defense, and it was a true dog in the dog pound, which is a classic stadium. They get their first win at home, and it was a true game like that. Classic ground and pound. Carlos Hyde was running up the middle. He must have uh, trucked at least once each guy, each 11 yeah. guys on the field. And that was the type of game it was, and I love that type of old school football. It might be ugly to some, but that was beautiful and poetic. I think, I think Carlos Hyde is in the RB1 conversation. He's starting to get there. This was his best game yeah, by conversation. far. Yeah. He's a weekly start. I think he's in the RB1 conversation. And this is a cat that was going in the sixth round of drafts. And we were saying it then. Oh, no, this guy right here should be getting drafted higher. I know in the damn GST, that son of a gun, Mike Blewett, snaked me on Carlos Hyde by <laughs> one freaking pick. Really? Yeah. Right before you? Yeah, right before me. And I was like, oh, Carlos Hyde is slipping to me, slipping to me, slipping to me. But Hyde played well. I said I had him in two lineups. Now, what, I, what, what sucks is mm-hmm. I had Hyde in two lineups, but the places where I didn't have Hyde, I was going against Hyde. Yeah. Not only was I going against Hyde, I was going against Hyde and Jarvis Landry. So I'm down 40 to nothing in some leagues already. So you're already in a big hole. Yeah, that's rough. But, I, but I'm the fantasy executive. I'm not tripping off it. Though. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. resilient. You I'm come a, back. I am, a, I am resilient. That is the correct word to use. You are very resilient. me. I have hide in five, five of my nine leagues, and GST is one of them, actually. So nice lead there. Yeah. I didn't realize I had him that much, but if he's going to go in the sixth round, I guess I kept taking him. You know what I mean? Two touchdowns from the Crow Show last night on obviously that stupid end zone celebration that he's going to get in trouble for. (laughs) But outside of that, I think Isaiah Crowell ran well. He scored those two touchdowns. So a good look for Isaiah Crowell. But I'm looking around some of my leagues, and guess where Isaiah Crowell was on a lot of people's rosters? On the bench. bench. On the bench. You got those two touchdowns on the bench, and there's nothing worse than starting off Thursday night 
leaving points on the bench, Ventra. Yeah. It gets me in a bad mood already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but listen, in, even though in retrospect you probably would have wanted to start hard because he had those two touchdowns, but it was probably the right mo- call, though. Yeah. In general. You know, there's other guys to start. And listen, without two touchdowns that he had, he had 34 yards on the ground on 16 carries. It's 2.1 a carry. Powell actually looked better. He had 73 yards Powell on the did ground. look better. He had, yeah, he had 5.2 a carry. But hey, so. this is what it is with these running backs. If they're not catching passes or scoring touchdowns. They're not doing nothing. They're not, they're not doing nothing. So at least Powell, uh, yeah, at least Powell did get the touchdowns. I mean, excuse me. Uh, uh, Crowell well, got the touchdowns. Powell caught some passes, had a good game. Uh, the Antonio Callaway love. Yeah. We see it coming. It's coming. Didn't happen last night. Still a bench play. I think for the dudes that went out and paid up for Callaway this week, I don't think he goes really into your lineups, depending on what you have, until we start getting into the bye weeks. When you need a little more depth to your roster, I think Callaway is a good guy for that. He's going to develop and come along. So I feel as if it is a good idea if you rostered Antonio Callaway. Didn't happen last night, but it will happen. And then Rashad Higgins caught a couple passes, yeah, too. Yeah, But the thing about Callaway, too, is, you know, he could have had a huge day. Remember that bomb Tyrod threw to him? He was yeah. wide open. He burnt the dude, but underthrew the ball. Well, so Tyrod maybe Tyrod is it. hurt. That's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, he underthrew him and, you know. Callaway was he was gone there. That was like a seventy yard touchdown bomb right there. So Callaway is definitely a boom guy to have and somebody you should have roster. A lot of talent on Callaway. I think David and Joku numbers could go up now that we got Baker Mayfield in the mix. I look at Mayfield as an aggressive downfield passer, not only in two quarterback leagues, I think in one quarterback league. You're going to be starting to see guys roster Baker Mayfield. It's the Baker era in Cleveland. I like in Joku. I like the whole passing game. I like the offense in Cleveland in general yes. moving forward with Baker Mayfield at the helm. But particularly David Njoku. A lot of cats probably upset after the first three weeks with Njoku. Right. You can hope to see him pop on the waiver wire soon. But you know what? Keep son. Yes. Keep son. If he drops on your waiver wire, go get him. Put a dollar on him. Drop Benjamin Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jim. Yeah, no, you're right, though. I think I agree. He's a great bench tight end to have. You should have him on your bench. And, uh, yo, you called it late yesterday. Your boy, Jarvis Landry. If he hasn't missed a game his career. If he's in, which you thought he was going to be in, put him in your lineup. He had a nice day, eight for 103. Another great day. And he threw the two-point conversion, too. Yeah. So, I lot I got in my leagues. I got two points for him throwing the two point conversion too. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I was good to see. Most but leagues, no, yeah. Landry, of course, is 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 a guy you roll out there and you start every week. So Landry is good to go. Um, so they unlock Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. They unlock. The coolers are open. The coolers are open. So I know it's some hammered people in Cleveland right now. Oh, uh, yeah. So, They're not going to work today. No, if you're in Cleveland and you're hammered. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly MFing dilly. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns. If you're in Cleveland and you're hammered this morning because you was drinking all that free Bud Light, uh, when we open up the telephone lines, I want you to give me a call. Let me know what the scene is like in Cleveland right now. Listen, there's only one win on a Thursday night against the stinking Jets, but when you ain't win since 2006, then it's going to be a celebration. Plus, I think it's a lot of things. The way they won, the comeback, you know, at home, and Baker Mayfield coming in. It was a lot of things. They would love to see Baker. They were flipping out when Baker came in. That place was rocking. I love the Browns fans because they always stay loyal. Always there. They're always packed. Uh, One guy we do have to worry about, though, Robbie Anderson. Oh, I was, I'm not worried about Robbie Anderson. If you watch the fantasy football for, frenzy, for everybody else, you yeah. shouldn't be worried about Robbie Anderson. Because I told you three months ago that Quincy Newman was the wide receiver to own. Robbie Anderson at this point is cuttable. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I I'd still keep him on the bench, but I would not. I mean, it's at the point where he is clearly not the number one target by far. No. By a long shot. 
The offense runs through a new one and two running back. Yep, and a new one looked good again last night. He didn't have a big day, but he looked good on the pitch. He was solid. Yeah. He was, if that's a wide receiver three, wide receiver four right there. So shout out to Quincy and Numa, and he's getting it done. And um, unfortunately, Robbie Anderson owners are going to have to let him go. I'm more concerned about this beer, though, to be honest with you. Why? Should it have been cause light? Is that why? You love cause light. If it was up to me, <laughs> that's what it would have been. But I don't mind. Do we have any beer, any, any uh, Bud Light at the ball? I, th- I think we should celebrate this Cleveland victory with a Bud Light. I, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I want a Bud Light to celebrate this Cleveland victory. Now you're saying, oh my God, fantasy executive. It's 9 o'clock on the East, <laughs> 9 o'clock a.m. East. What are you doing drinking a it's Bud a Light? Listen, no, it, it, even by your low standards, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain something to y'all. Bud Light is a breakfast beverage. It really is. It's a breakfast it's shake. You just, but it's just like a shake. Mm-hmm. So don't look at it as you're drinking a beer at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Look at it as you're drinking a breakfast beverage at 9 a.m. Plus, you're not saying you're going to drink a whole six-pack right I'm now. I'm not drinking a six-pack. I don't want a six. I want a 24-ounce Bud Light to celebrate with. Yeah, a, a grandpa. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, the bigger one, yeah. yeah well, I, well, I call I, it a grandpa. I call it Benson like Hurst, a, we call it a grandpa. A squibber, a tall boy. <laughs> A brown bagger, you know what I'm saying? Never heard it called the grandpa, but if that's, that's a Bensonhurst it, thing, yeah. That's a Bensonhurst thing. We call the regular ones Little Necks. Little Necks, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know why, but that's what it is. Little Necks. This is the, the grandpa's and Little Necks. What's going on in Bensonhurst? How's Bensonhurst? It's not good. It's not really. It's, it's not great. No, it's it's boring and yeah. it doesn't look good. It's dirty. It's really Bensonhurst. Yeah, it's and not, not the Bensonhurst. Not what it used to be, but it's still my home. My home. You know, I, I know you love Bensonhurst. Hometown. BK so. all day. All day, baby. It takes you a while to get to work from Bensonhurst, though, right? A 40, 45 minutes. That's crazy. So longer than that. Yeah. Is the train crowded in the morning? Yeah. You don't it, like that, and do you? And it's nasty. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I'm not cool with it. But, hey, listen, I'm doing what I love, so can't complain. I know, yeah, you, can't yeah, you can't complain about that. So, uh, off and running right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frenzy and Fans holding it down for Craig Carton. Michelle is in, um, in Myrtle Beach. They already got the joint started. Her and the homegirls are out there wilding. I seen her Snapchat. They're wilding? Um, huh? They're wilding out right now? Yeah, I seen, I, I seen she sent me a couple snaps last night. So her and the homies is out there getting it done. So shout out to them. I'm here. Craig's not. Got Ventura. Got the whole team downstairs on the fourth floor. So basically, it's just the two stars of the show that had the program off. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what happened to me, right? Yep. Yesterday, on my way home, right, I'm on the train headed uptown. Going the opposite direction as you. So... Dude gets on the train, he sits across from me, and he looks up and he goes, you're Corey Parson. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he was like, you do shows, you do the fantasy football shows. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. He reaches out, he shakes my hand. So when he does that, I know what the next question is. What's up with Michelle? But instead of saying what's up with Michelle, <laughs> he says, you do the show with that girl Michelle, right? I was like, you're right. He was like, yeah, she's pretty good. She's hot. I'm like, that's, not, that's my sis. That's the homegirl. And she was like, you do your thing, too. You're pretty good. I was like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And then he goes, the guy that sits in the middle, though, he goes, he's getting better. Pardon. <laughs> yes, he's talking about Craig Carton. He said he's getting better. I he said, didn't you know, know him what? before? He, no, he did not. Oh, wow. I'm like, you know what? He is getting better. <laughs> he is getting it's better. It's crazy that it's every question is, oh, I like Michelle. She's hot. Like, Everything it's is the first Michelle. Question. Everything yeah, is Michelle. Oh, my goodness. Everything Dogs. is Michelle. But, Venture, I'm glad to have you here rocking along with us today on the Frenzy and Friends. Coming up next, what we're going to do is, we're going to bring the other member of the crew on, my main man, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. We'll get Jim Day connected to, uh, via Skype. 
So I'm going to open up the phone lines right now, 844-843-6879. We'll do some sit-start with Jim Day, go over some news and notes. And also, if you're in Cleveland and you're hammered this morning, 844-843-6879. So Jim Day is coming up next. Then we'll hit some phone calls. A little bit later on in the program, uh, Joe Lisi will drop by, give you some college football picks. The bell manager, Justin, we're going to come up. He's going to come upstairs. We're going to help him set his lineup. we got some DFS coming up in the program. A little bit later on, my man Frank the Tank, Mrs. Sussman will stop by. So it's like frenzy and friends because it's, it's not just can't be me for three hours. Yeah, because yeah. if it was just me for three hours, you know, you, you know. Yeah, I'm, it'd be. I'm, 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 I'm not focused. <laughs> I'm going to see somebody with a big butt and I'm going to be like. Before you know it, here. all the waitresses would be in here. Yeah, exactly. Like, it'd be hey, like this, right? With the music hey. on. Hey, Bud Lights, go DJ, that's my DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, what up, Bones? You could always talk about the Red Sox celebrating at Yankee Stadium. Oh, here we go. And we'll get to the Red Sox celebrating at Yankee Stadium. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, the Frenzy and Friends. Phone lines open, 844-843-6879. There's only one place to listen to the best fantasy advice, and that's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. By downloading the FNTSY Radio Network app, you'll be blessed with having the top fantasy experts right in your pocket. You'll get award-winning and entertaining programs like the Roto Experts. Let's cock-a-doodle do it. Fantasy best friends forever. Yo! Carton and friends. Yeah, buddy! And so much more. You feel what I'm saying? Download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app now and take the most trusted fantasy experts with you wherever you go. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups, ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary claps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with the rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches, no experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter the promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the props builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Telephone lines open right now, 844-843-6879. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Frenzy and friends holding it down for the big homie, Craig Carton. Um, the King Scott Angle will be coming up next segment, right? Now, me and him not going to argue, I promise. We'll be nice. We'll talk nice and quiet and low so we don't offend anybody. You feel what I'm saying? So we'll do that coming up next segment. But before we get to that, getting you on the phone lines, I'm not just going to sit up here and answer a whole bunch of sit-start questions all day. So I brought a buddy along with me, my main man, Fancy Taz, Jim Day. Jim, what's cracking, big homie? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? I don't know how you do this stuff so freaking early in the morning. Jim, wake up, Jim. Have, you wake so I have a pep in your step, Jim. <laughs> Come on, get happy, Jim. We're glad to have you. It's have a Bud Light, friends. Jim. Yeah, have a Bud Light. You know Bud Light's a breakfast beverage? <laughs> but Bud Light, there's only one good thing to do with a Bud Light, and I probably shouldn't say it because I don't know if they're a sponsor. <laughs> no, they're not, unfortunately. <laughs> if they was, then the only it. good thing to do with a Bud Light is to pour it right in the toilet bowl. <laughs> Jim, last night uh, the Bud Light fridges get unlocked because the Cleveland Browns win a football game the first time since – uh, 1996. With that being said, it looks like the Baker Mayfield era is here in the land. 
Oh, uh, yeah, it, it kind of looked like a setup to me, almost like the team told Tyrod before the game, look, we're going to get Baker in this game somehow, so make it look easy. You know, if you want to fake that injury, it's okay with us, so it doesn't go down like we pulled you. We're okay with that, but let's see if we can make that happen tonight. Jim, that's the same thing I was thinking. It, the, the game had an aura about the first half where you knew that Baker Mayfield was going to make an appearance, almost from the start of the game. I was someone this was Mr. Sussman earlier. It looked like Tyrod was hurt or either on the take because I've never seen him look that bad. And it was fitting they get down 14-0. The fans start chanting, Baker, Baker, Baker. It's almost like Tyrod was playing, like they gave Tyrod the script. Yeah, it definitely looked like that to me as well. Come on, you know, when was the last time you saw Taylor underthrow a receiver by that much the way he did with Callaway? I mean, that was an instant touchdown. I, yeah, I, just, I couldn't believe he threw it so far. That looked like an Eli Manning pass. <laughs> it looked like a Nick Foles pass. Um, <laughs> I, I like to make fun of the Philadelphia Eagle fans. I don't know if you've noticed that or, or not. Um, before we get to the phones, Jim, let's run through a couple of quick things. Yesterday, Rob Gronkowski pops up on the injury report. Now, we don't like to see people pop up on the injury report later in the week. Anything to be concerned about here? No, I don't think so. Look, these guys get so much time off now, and by league rules, they have to be listed on the injury report if they don't practice. But, you know, you know what you get with Gronkowski. If he's a little sore, they're not going to practice him. He doesn't need to be out on that practice field. Um, Marquise Goodwin, dude, a lot of people was on, a lot of our frenzy listeners on Goodwin. He has a good matchup this week. Should be a high-scoring game between the Niners and the Chiefs, one of the highest point totals on the week. Jim, uh, you is what's the latest on Goodwin? Are you comfortable putting him in your lineup as a wide receiver three flex option this week? Well, you got to keep up to date on the injury news and see what happens. Make sure he gets in a full practice at least today. But I think if he gets in a full practice today, then he's absolutely somebody you have to start this week. In this matchup, you want to try and get as many of the assets as you can. And we already know Garoppolo loves throwing to him. Yeah, no doubt. That's going to be a big matchup to watch this week. Matter of fact, and now in number two coming up, when my man Frank the Tate comes up, we'll talk some DFS, let you know what players in that game and some other games that you'd be interested in owning some of those dudes. And finally, uh, Josh Gordon gets another limited practice yesterday, Jim. The Patriots wide receiver now hooking up with Tom Brady. Do you expect big things right out the gate? Not right out the gate. Uh, you know, he'll have a few, you know, few set plays for him designed quickly this week f just for him. But let's face it, he's not going to learn this New England playbook that quickly. Nobody does. Nobody could. Uh, it's very extensive. So they're going to have a few set plays for him. You know, I, I think he's on the field for, you know, I don't know, maybe 30%, 35% of the snaps. He gets maybe, you know, five, six targets. You know, if he catches three of them for – 50 yards, I, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, 844-843-6879. Let's get ready to break the seal on the telephone lines today. And let's start with Kenny in Boston. Kenny, what's cracking? Hey, man, how you guys doing? What a great show you guys have. I'm so happy I found you guys. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, I appreciate got a question. that. What's uh, up? I, I got a question. I don't know whether to stock Kittle or Graham. And if I stock Kittle, do I stock Goodwin at the flex over Freeman with only so many opportunities in the offensive zone? Uh, over Royce Freeman? Yeah. Nah, uh, okay, so, Jim, let's break this down. Kittle versus Graham. Yeah, I, you, you already know what I – I'm not even going to say it about Jimmy Graham. All these touchdowns he was going to catch. I haven't seen him catch one yet. Um, But George Kittle, a piece of this game, Jim, I think you start him over Jimmy Graham. That's what I would do. 
Is it PPR scoring? That's yes, it is. Okay, and PPR scoring, I, I agree with you. I mean, we saw Graham get highly involved last week. I hope it continues. I think it'll continue. But Kittle, like you say, this game is highest on the board, 55 points. Uh, San Francisco has an implied point total of four, 24 points in this matchup. You got to love that they're going to put points on the board. Kittle is definitely a favorite of Garoppolo. And right now, KC can't stop anybody. They're 30th in the league against opposing tight ends just through two weeks. And then the other question is Freeman or who for the flex? Goodwin. Freeman or good Royce Freeman. So you got Royce Freeman, Marquise Goodwin. Wait, and I, I thought you said wait, 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 wait. I thought he said Godwin first. Uh, no, good, good Marquise Goodwin. I'm concerned if I start Kittle okay. and I start Goodwin in the flex. There's only so many you know passes thrown. You know what but I mean? The thing, the thing we like about it is we like that as one of the games with a lot of action. I have a team where I have Kittle and um and and, and Marquise Goodwin also, and I'm putting both of them out there. What do you think about that, Jim? Or do you think he should run 12 personnel on his fantasy team and start Jimmy Graham and George Kittle? Actually, that's a great idea. I like that idea a lot. Um, but you got to get Goodwin in there, I think. Absolutely. Yep. I, I mean, in a, even in a couple of my daily matchups, I, I have a nice stack of San Francisco with Garoppolo, with Goodwin, with Kittle. So I, I don't I don't mind that that at all this week. It's going to be a high-scoring game. There you go, my man. That's Kenny, awesome. take care. Have a good day, brother. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you, sir. 844-843-6879. Eric is in Florida. Eric, good morning. What's cracking? Good morning, Corey. How's it going? What's going on with you, Eric? How's everything? Everything's going good. Just got two quick questions. Um, quarterback, who do I start? Uh, Watson or Rogers? And wide receiver, Will Fuller or Devin Punches? Watson or this is PPR or non PPR? Uh, standard, sir. All right, standard. So you got Fuller or who else? Devin Punches. Fuller or Funches, Jim, and a non PPR. And the quarterback decision is Watson or Aaron Rodgers. I would start Aaron Rodgers, and I would start Will Fuller. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, I'm right there with you. In, a, in the standard league, I want Fuller. He, he's got much bigger chance of scoring a touchdown than Funches does. And you know what? Look, Watson's not going to have an easy game. He hasn't looked like he did last year yet at all this season. I think that will come around with Fuller on the team. He definitely started to have a little uh, – ignite to his game last week, if you want to say it that way. Uh, so I, I think that trend continues. But the Giants' defense is playing very well. You know, people want to just put the whole Giants' defense team down it's not the whole team right now it is absolutely the offense that sucks the defense is playing very well there you go right there eric have a good day my man 844-843-6879 andrew is in boston what up andrew how you getting all these calls from what's boston going on, this sweet? what's good what's going on sweet caroline Oh, don't start with the Red Sox stuff. Can you please <laughs> cut it out? So you win a little. Listen, Andrew, winning the division champion does not make you the World Series champion. You know that, right? I don't even follow baseball. I just want to get on your nerves. I know you did, my man. What's good with you, Andrew? <laughs> but it, do, but it so does give two. you a nice banner to put on your wall. Uh, Jim, thank you. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? I got two. I got two questions. So I'm starting Dallas's defense. So I'm uh, that's about a good idea. Okay. I'm worried about Russell Wilson, so should I start him or Blake Bortles? I'm not starting Russell Wilson. In, I got Russell Wilson on like five teams. He's on the bench on all of those teams. I got guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Pat Mahomes starting over him, Jim. I don't know if I would go down to um, – well, you said you were starting over him? Sorry, I'm – Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Jim, Blake Bortles. Jim, I'm sorry, Jim. I forgot. 
Uh, Blake Bortles. It's okay, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for helping me, Jim. Blake Bortles or Russell Wilson this weekend? Hey, I'm going with Bortles. I mean, look, look, if they continue to be aggressive, I know he gets Fournette back, but he's not fully 100%. Uh, you know, at home, you know, playing for that 3 and 0 start to the season. I, I like Bortles to come out, be aggressive again. Like you said, Russell Wilson right now is running for his life, and he's got a tough matchup. There you go right there. Um, another thing, um, Jim, do you have a problem starting? A lot, a lot, a lot of fans here on this hit me with this. They were like, okay, I'm starting Dallas's defense, so that means I got to bench Russell Wilson, or I got to bench Rashad, or whatever the case may be. I'm starting the Niners' defense. I got to bench Pat Mahomes. I think you can – I don't worry about that. I'm trying to maximize my points on every position, not really per game. Really? I, yeah, I, I have – Literally zero percent worry about worrying about who I started defense as opposed to what team they're playing and starting those offensive players from the other team. Absolutely, one has nothing to do with the other. All right, there you go, right there. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Thank you for the check in, Andrew. Sweet Caroline, my ass. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's head out to the Shy Town and talk to my man Chris. Chris, what up with you? What up? What up? What up? Chilling, chilling. What's good with it, Chris? Uh, I got two questions. Uh, two questions. Ten team PPR. Right. Should I start OJ Howard over Trey Burton? Uh oh. OJ Howard or Trey Burton? <laughs> what else? <laughs> and then uh, I know Ty Hilton's beat up a little bit. Uh, should I put in Aguilar? Aguilar for Ty Hilton. Figure out a way to get Aguilar in your lineup. But you, every time Ty Hilton hit the field, Ty Hilton gets it done. You you play Ty Hilton, but you got to figure out a way to get Aguilar in your lineup too, though. Uh, my flex is Tevin Coleman, so I'm not going to sit Tevin Coleman. Who's your two runs? This is a 10-team okay. league, though. Yeah. Who's I got two, uh, running backs. Who's your running backs? Why should you have, like, two of the best running backs in the league? Todd Gurley and McCaffrey. Yeah, you got to start both of those. <laughs> guys, too. What do you do here, Jim? First, let's start with Howard or Burton first. Uh, well, for me, I'm going with Howard in this one because, it, again, Vegas has them at 54 points over under. Uh, Tampa Bay has an implied point total of 26 and a half points. They're going to put up points against this Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh's defense has already given up two, the two touchdowns last week to Travis Kelsey. Uh, I think Howard gets involved in this one. And so I, I, I would go O.J. Howard also. I'm going to trade Burton support. I'm not ready to cut bait yet, but uh, I will be soon. T.Y. Hilton and Nelson Aguilar, Jim. I, 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 Jim, T.Y. Hilton is just so nice. I can't bench, son. Yeah, I wouldn't bench him either, no doubt. And now you even have the ambiguity of Jordan Matthews and whether he even plays this week. And if he does, does he slide in the slot and push Aguilar out to the outside? And we know that once Aguilar goes to the outside, he has yet to show in his career that he can play that position. There you go. That's my man Chris in the shy. Chris, have a wonderful day. What was that word you used, Jim? Ambiguity? Ambig amb what? Ambiguity. Uh, not knowing the, what's going to happen. Can you use it? Okay. Can you... Uh... And can you spell ambiguity? Sure. A-M-B-I-U. Yeah, wow. I'm tired. Holy crap. A-M-B-I-G-U-I-T-Y. <laughs> yes. All right. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, right now, my brain is very ambiguous to what the hell it's going to say next. All right, very good. Look at Jim. Look at the big brain on Jim Day. 844-843-6879, whatever that was, but don't hit me in my ear again. My man Daniel is in Houston, H-Town, Chuck a deuce. What up, Daniel? Hey, what's up, man? I had a quick question, just one question. 
What up? Uh, yeah, I, it's a standard league, and I got okay running backs. I'm trying to put, put one last running back in my flex position. It comes down to Kenyon Drake or Tevin Coleman. I'm kind of kind of having a hard time making that decision. Who the running backs in your lineup already? Who you all be one and all be two? Uh, Christian McCaffrey and James uh, James Conner. Maria McCaffrey and Conner both are must starts. And then you're down to Drake or Coleman. Jim, I don't like to sit Coleman when he has the job, but I think this is a good week for Kenyon Drake going up against Oakland. It, it, it is, but it could also be a Frank Gore week. Uh, you know, and that continues to scare me at this point. Coleman's really not going to have anybody taking the ball out of his hands. I say go with Coleman. Yeah, I think I think uh, Tevin Coleman is the is the way to rock. Also, whenever Coleman gets that full workload, he could do it with running. He could do it with big plays. They don't really use him as a pass catcher, but Tevin Coleman get that goal line work and everything. I do like Drake this week, but I agree with Jim. You go with Coleman on that one. Um, yo, if somebody in one of the leagues I'm in picked up Frank Gore off the waiver wire and they used four hundred dollars of their fab money, and I'm like. The Dolphins not even paying him four hundred dollars. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what is that about? Like, did, uh, did Frank go find the fountain of youth over the week? Well, it, you know, something's going on. Who knows? I yeah, maybe he's got some insider info. That's all I can say. Or maybe he has his sport, sports almanac from twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh, let me see what we got right here, Jim. Do we got any more phone calls? Yes, we do. Saturday Night Live, uh, let me see. <laughs> Good one. I saw what you put in the chat, uh, Bavona. So, yeah, Jim, thanks a lot for rocking out with me this morning, my man. Now, we, now Jim, we're going to do the regular frenzy today, too. So, you know, it's just like, you know, it's me. You know what I'm saying? So, we, you gotta, we got to be back at 1 p.m. Eastern time to do the regular frenzy. Yeah, I'll be back, hopefully more, a little bit more awake by that time. And, you know, I, I only got one last thing to say to you, Corey. How about them Red Sox? <laughs> Jim, don't do that. See, what, but, why, but see, Jim, but you don't you don't root for Boston, Jim. Why would you do that? And, and that doesn't mean they didn't win any. They didn't win. And Boston Red Sox did not win anything but the division. And winning the division does not. I did it because it made me chuckle. It did, and, and you know what? And I think I'm gonna get a lot of that this morning, Jim. And I know you're a Yankee <laughs> fan too, Jim. I'm not actually. I'm a bad fan, dude. Oh, Lord. Oh, well, <laughs> I got nothing yeah. whatsoever to cheer about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well. Been a diehard Met Giant fan all my life, and it is what it is. You normally don't get the Met Giant connection. It's normally like Mets and Jets and Giants and Yankees. Well, I, I have I have an older brother that I could never root for the same teams he did, no, and I he was a Jets and Yankees fan. So I had to be different. Although I will say that, you know, when I was a young kid, I actually got a chance to play on Yankee Field, uh, on Yankee Stadium's field with a friend of mine. Uh, not not in a game or anything. We were playing catch in center field. Nice. That's cool. So, when I was a kid, yeah, me and my homies cool. snuck into the bleachers. <laughs> well, a lot of people did that, no doubt. <laughs> That's my they man used to have Fan- a big problem with that. Yes, they did. That's my man, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. He'll be back later on today at 1 p.m. Eastern Time when we do the regular edition of The Frenzy. But right now, we got The Frenzy and Friends rocking and rolling. We're going to shut the phone lines back up for a little bit. Got my man, the King Scott Angle, about to rock into the building. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you have my word. Me and Scott will be on our best behavior. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. 
all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Fantasy football frenzy, frenzy and friends right here. FNTSY Radio, FNTSY on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the like button if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Appreciate that a lot, you know what I'm saying? This way you get the uh, notification when the videos come on because we do a lot of great work all week and on the weekend and stuff like that. It's the, must, it's the, the place to be, excuse me. When it comes to Sunday morning coverage, we got you covered. Whether you like to wager, play some DFS, get you ready for your season-long teams, all of that goes down right here on FNTSY Radio. Um, oh, oh, the king, Scott Engel. The king, want to be down with the king. What's good with you, Scotty? What's going on, Exec? How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you very much. Now, Scott, you know we have to be cordial to each other today, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. No, 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 no. I was told that we have to be cordial. We have to be nice to each other. No yelling and screaming. Just be nice and friendly, Scott. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, how are you this morning? <laughs> oh, how are you doing, sir? Very well. Yes. Good morning, yes. Scott. Mr. Engel, I'm glad to invite you to the program this morning. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you for having me, sir. <laughs> hey, Scott, I want to holler at you about um, your uh, team in the GST that you brag about so much. That championship you won. I know a lot of the dudes I was touting is are on this team. <clears throat> With that being said, though, you made some interesting pickups this week. Do you mind if I ask you about that? Sure, sure go right ahead, sir. All right, all right, buddy. Um, Scott, you're starting Thank you, pal. Kirk Cousins this week over Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I got a lineup this week where I'm starting Kirk Cousins, too. Now, uh, yesterday, Jim was, and I respect Jim Day, and I love Jim Day. He's on a frenzy with me. He made an interesting point about the Buffalo Bills getting blown out by the Minnesota Vikings. Now, mind you, Minnesota is laying 16 and a half in this joint. So the Bills are going to Minnesota, and it should be a blowout because the Bills stink. With that being said, people, uh, Jim was like, you know what? Be cautious starting Kirk Cousins because you could see a lot of Dalvin Cook in the second half, and you might even see the backup quarterback if they beaten the brakes off, of, off, of, um, off the Bills. Yeah, it's uh... – but I'm still starting Kirk Cousins because even though it's going to be a blowout, you know, and that's what people have said to me, you know, should I not start Cousins because I'm worried about him sitting in the second half? If they get out to a 28 or 35 to 10 lead, how do you think they get there? They do it with Kirk Cousins putting up the numbers. What you have to remember is, is that, you know, no quarterback's going to put up his three or four touchdowns if he has a three or four touchdown game in most cases throughout a full game. The, you, you look at any football game, and a lot of times when a guy throws four touchdown passes, except for Patrick Mahomes, that's like an anomaly. A, a lot of times if it's a blowout, like Aaron Rodgers will throw four touchdown passes, he'll do it in the first half, and then he'll sit him down in the second half. It's not a bad thing to be sitting down in the second half because that means you already means you've gotten to a point where you've put up a lot of numbers. No, I agree, Scott. I'm playing it the same way. I'm starting Kirk Cousins. I believe I think I forgot who I'm starting them over this week, but I do got a lineup where I inserted Kirk Cousins. I think it might be Russell Wilson. I think, and that's a, that's a rather easy call this week. Speaking of Russell Wilson, man, Scott, we was talking a little bit yesterday off air. Um, I think Russell Wilson is one of the best players in the NFL, straight up. I really do. 
I'm, I'm a big fan of Sun. But as a fantasy owner, you know, this is the first time, I think, in at least two years where we're starting to see people put Russell Wilson on the bench, Scott, and I think it's rightfully so. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, although it might be a little bit of an overreaction, depending on who you have, like it was, it was a tough go, one of the worst games of his career at Chicago. But you also have to remember that he went to Denver and dropped uh, over 290 yards and three touchdown passes. True. So I don't know if you can overreact to one game because, you know, we were seeing issues for Russell Wilson last year with his offensive line. That said, though, this year he's missing Doug Baldwin and he doesn't have a good offensive coordinator in Brian Schottenheimer either. Uh, to me, Doug Wilson's still, Russell Wilson's still a QB1 in my lineup ranks on rotoexperts.com this week. He's just, you know, He's not where he usually is in the top three. He's number eleven this week. All right. So and yeah, and that's probably the lowest you, that the lowest that you've had him rank, right? Uh, that's the lowest I've had him rank over the first three weeks. He was he was actually number one last week. I thought you know my reasoning coming off like he had just dropped three touchdown passes in Denver and Chicago had given up three touchdown passes to to uh, to Aaron Rodgers the first week. Uh, yeah, I thought Russell Milt Wilson was like, you know, matchup proof coming into last week. I, I did too, and it doesn't look that way right now. Like the team I got him on, Scott. As a matter of fact, in the GST, I have Russell Wilson. He's on the bench this week for me for Pat Mahomes. I, if I'm not mistaken, I've seen rankings this week where Pat Mahomes is QB1. Is that over aggressive? No, I haven't ranked number one on Rotoxpress. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe you know, it was yours. <laughs> look, you know, look, look, at the, look at the matchup. You know, and look who he's facing and look at the numbers he's put up so far. The, if, if there's going to be a week of regression, it's certainly not this week. You know, it's when he faces Jacksonville in a few weeks. You know, nobody's going to have him ranked number one, obviously. Um, you're carrying three quarterbacks on your GST team. And I don't think golf is the right play this week. Um, but why no. not Fitzpatrick over Cousins? You know, I have them ranked back-to-back on yeah. rotoexperts.com, but when it comes down to it, I think Cousins is – I just feel safer with him. I feel like there's more of a floor with him and like because the bottom can drop out on Fitzpatrick at any time, and I don't feel that way with Cousins. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you on that. I got Fitzpatrick starting over Andrew Luck in a couple leagues this week. I think that's the I'm right call. I'm good with that, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the right call. Um, oh, you picked up Mark Walton this week. What do you see from this dude? So I don't even know who this is, Scott. Mark Walton was their fourth-round draft pick. Uh, you know, some injury issues in college, but they do like him. He's backing up Giovanni Bernard, and Bernard's already got a knee injury and a past history of injuries. So if Giovanni Bernard's going to go, go down, Mark Walton could end up being the lead running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, now that's interesting. That's good to know. And um, also, along those lines, if if the Eagles suffer another injury, they might be going undrafted free agent Josh Adams. Oh, really? Josh Adams. Who is yeah. Josh Adams? Yeah. Undrafted free agent. He's U- an undrafted free agent. A, a UDFA. Yeah, a, a UDFA. Yeah. Very good, Scott. <laughs> yeah. You picked and by up- the way, let me, let me tell you something Uh-oh. since we mentioned the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, whether it's this week or next week, the Rashad Penny train starts rolling. Scott, I don't want to hear that. Happened, I don't want to hear that, Scott. What, what, happened, what happened after what happened last week? You know they're gonna have to, they're gonna say we have to establish a running game more consistently, and we got to do it with our first round pick, Scott. But they've so been saying that start... for three years now, Scott, and they haven't established a running game in three years. They always say that they haven't had Rashad Penny until now. All right. So you think Penny is, is the difference maker with the offensive line? What I'm saying. What I'm saying is they're going to start 
handing the ball to Rashad Penny a lot more within the next week or two. Hey, right. Do not be surprised if, like, by week four, he's their starting running back. What up, Mr. They Sussman? want to establish a running game, and they had to, I think, you know, within the next two weeks, they do it. What up, uh, Two quick questions. Yes. Um, one. Uh, do you remember the last time Scott appeared you on your too? show and didn't talk about the Seahawks? <laughs> that is true. Uh, that never happened. Se- second question, and, and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, I was wondering if you remember the time where, where Scott was on the air and he said that it was really good for the Seahawks running game when their left tackle broke his leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because the guy that was actually backing him up like was better. The guy doesn't even say hi, doesn't even say hello, and you know, Comes on to bust my chops. So, yeah, he, 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 he uh, did that, Scott. But we have to be. We have to remain patient. We have to. We have to remain breath. patient. Yes, you know, we have to be calm because we don't want to get in trouble. Go back to baking or whatever he's going to do. We're <laughs> listening to fourteen-year-old girls on the radio. You know, the left tackle that was so good that you benched him for was then benched when you traded for another left tackle. So great. The guy that the guy that ended up getting injured also get a, getting cut. So, you know, My point you're exactly. come up and talk garbage, at least know what you're talking about. Oh, what, look what at I, that. What I'm yeah. talking about. I know, I know yeah. what I'm talking about when it comes to Reese Abadeo was the guy that got injured and George Fan is actually better than he is. Hey Sus, you said you know when it talk what you talking about when it comes to what? Baking. <laughs> you think you can beat yeah. Scott in the baking competition? Not only can I do that but I can beat him in a dancing competition. Oh, oh, wait a minute, Scott. Mr. Sussman said he can beat you in a dance-off. Yeah, if, if, if Scotty Love don't spastic, like that. In a spa- if they're judging on spastic movements, yeah. <laughs> what about what about if we do jazz hands? Can I, can I beat you in that? He probably could, but he would win jazz, jazz hands. hands. He would win probably. jazz hands. Yeah, he would win yeah. jazz hands. I don't know if he's ready for the Scotty Love era, but he would win jazz hands. Um, Scott, you picked up yeah. a, another Seahawk in Will Disley. Uh, he's been, you listen... You know, Titans haven't been good so far this year at all, really, outside like a couple of Ertz and like uh, Kelsey. But uh, this Disley cat looks like he could be a little something. I picked him up in a couple leagues, too. Yeah, you know what? I didn't believe it. I thought after one week it was a mirage, but then, you know, he got the same amount of targets in week two and caught another touchdown. Yeah, it was in garbage time, but Russell Wilson's looking for him on important downs. So, you know, Will, Will Disley right now is at least a high tight end, too. Hey, they closing up the curtain. Uh, Mrs. Sussman, what the hell is they closing up the curtain? Can you come back up here and open this curtain up? Or why are they closing the curtain on me? Huh? What the hell is going on? Is it a is it is it the reason why the curtain's being closed on me? And not do they not want their patrons to see me? Huh? Huh? What the hell is going on? I know Scott? there's a certain restaurant manager that doesn't care for you. So oh no, she's not here no more. She's not here no more. Oh really? Yeah, she's gone. Really? Yeah. I don't like them closing okay. the curtain on me like that. Or they're having a Red Sox lunch. They saw you. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I thought. Oh. oh, all right. Well, whatever it is, these curtains should not be this uh, far drawn shut. Uh, so if we can get somebody upstairs to fix this before I have to go talk to somebody myself. Anyway, Mr. Angle, Dante Pettis, San Francisco 49er uh, wide receivers on this team also. I've seen a couple cats picking up Pettis, but I'm like, if Goodwin is hurt, I'm just going to roll with George Kittle. Well, Goodwin's actually been able to get two limited practices. So, And Inside Injuries on RotoExperts.com was saying that he had an optimal one-week recovery time when he got when he got injured. So I think he's trending in the right direction. I'm a little bit tempered more in the 49ers than other people. Why? I'm just not looking at the matchup as it is. 
Uh, you know, look at who the Chiefs faced the first two weeks, the Chargers and the Steelers, with a lot of playmakers. San Francisco doesn't have the same firepower as these other two teams. I'm not saying they can't ev- take advantage of the matchup, but I'm tempering my expectations here on the 49ers because, you know, is Goodwin going to be 100%? What do they really have besides Kittle? Uh, you know, Breed had a nice game last week, but they just don't have the firepower of the two previous opponents. All right, there you go. All right, all right, Scott, I can deal with. I can deal with that. I'm still. I'm upset they closed this curtain on me. I'm, as soon as we hit the break, I'm gonna go out there and open the joint up, and I, I want to see if somebody come in here. Hey, Scott, our boy, man, got a phobia of like being boxed in. No, or I, 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 like I don't want them to discriminate on me. That's what it is, Scott. Yeah, close that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut it, please. My God. Please. I didn't know they allowed them to talk Careless in the microphones children. now. <laughs> Why is he not in the corner? I'm going to ask him to refill my water. Yes, but... is... <laughs> 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 Sir, excuse me. Can you get out the studio and come refill my water? <laughs> Can you take my bags up to the seventh floor? <laughs> Yo, Scott, our boy Tariq, Tariq Cohen, man. Son is struggling, Scott. I got him in starting lineups, and I'm like, Yo, dog, what's going on? I don't know what it is with Tariq Cohen. It's just, but that whole Bears offense has been a big disappointment. You know, Mitch Trubisky can't seem to move him. You know, last week they was facing a defense that was signing guys off the street, et cetera. And you know, they really didn't do a whole lot. You know, this this Bears offense is not too good. And uh, you know, if defenses load up against those running backs, you haven't seen many open running lanes for Howard or Cohen, or you know, even in the passing game. Uh, you know, both, I think Howard might have a good game this week, but then you might want to get rid of him. This this Bears offense isn't looking too impressive. It's like, you know, unless Allen Robinson catch ten passes for another fifty yards, it's, there's not much going on here. Oh, at I all. love that though. I you I, I want me as a guy that's been a, a, a Allen Robinson supporter and owned him on a couple of a bigger stake leagues this year. I love Allen seeing Allen Robinson get that target work. I just thought Cohen would get some of that too. Jordan Howard not really running the way I like. I'm still. Holding some faith in the Chicago Bears offense. I think Nagy and the boys get it done. But the Tariq Cohen thing is is really disturbing to me right now. And I know it is for you also because I know you've Trubis- invested. Trubisky's holding that whole team back. I mean, look, you got 18 points from Allen Robinson, but that's because he was facing a secondary that was a really good matchup. You know, uh, I think a better receiver would have put up bigger numbers. Oh, interesting. Uh, Alex Collins uh, is flat out stinking the join up, Scott. What's good? I'm, he's on my bench. Well, Corey Clement this week. He he fumbled he fumbled in the first week, and he, you know that's been an issue for him, which he was able to curb for a good stretch last year. Uh, so they're using some of Buck Allen, but I still have faith in Alex Collins. He's got good vision, good balance, nice cutback, very physical. As long as he does, and there were really spurts last week where he ran the ball really well. As long as he keeps the ball off the ground, you know, I think he's going to be okay. How's everything going over at RotoExperts.com, Scott? We're very, very busy. Uh, got a, got everything you need for week three. Uh, we got our twenty four seven Slack chat room. Uh, the price is slashed now for the in season package. Enter the king at checkout for a special discount. There you go, right there. So that's the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package live and lit right now. So go over there, head on over there, enter yes. the king at checkout put, put, for a special put the discount. Light on, please, yes. Excuse me, Scott. Put the light on, yes. <laughs> yes, live and lit. Turn the light on before yes. you read uh, the stuff on rotoexperts.com. So, Scott, you, you come on with, uh, with Blewett and Jim Day in the mornings on Sunday, right? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm on, fantasy, I'm, I'm on Fantasy Sports today, 
eight to ten, and then I also do the fantasy football rewind with Jim at night. Oh, okay, so cool. There you get a you get a full day, not a full day, but you get you get to wake up to angle, and then you get to go to sleep to angle. That's nice. It is, and a little uh, a little executive sandwich in the middle. Oh so no, Scott! It's a big executive sandwich. <laughs> not <laughs> little. Good not. afternoon, <laughs> Scott. Don't start because <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble <laughs> if you start, Scott. It's not a little. It's not a little executive, Scott. It's grown executive, Scott. I gotta run though, so my man. I'm a holler at you. Chub, like the Browns. Hey, yeah, I, Scott. You know, you know, you got a little D like Degrom. <laughs> yeah, like the Browns, you have a Johnson Junior. <laughs> my man, the kick, Scott Engle. I holler at you, Scotty. Um, Why? Right uh, there. So we're getting along we're just fine. getting along just fine, Scott, and we got through it with oh, nobody getting in trouble. So there you go right there. Um, yeah, so Scott just told you about RotoExperts.com. Shout out to my man, the king, Scott Angle. So go over there, check out his lineup rankings. Subscribe to RotoExperts.com, live and lit for 2018 right now. Also, head on over to DailyRoto.com, the site that has produced $7 million winners and click on Go Premium. There you will gain access to a lineup optimizer that will help you compose daily fantasy rosters on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Not only has DailyRoto.com produced seven millionaires, but it's produced millions more in winnings for its subscribers. And if it's sports wagering you're into, click on the new sports betting tab where you'll be able to use the same tools and algorithms that produced all those winnings lineups for money line picks, picks against the spread, game totals, player props where you can capitalize player performances, on without having to worry about salary caps. That is dailyroto.com and go to Click Premium, the industry website where millionaires are made literally. That is dailyroto.com. I was on dailyroto.com yesterday getting ready for some DFS stuff, also looking at some of their um, bet on the betting site also too. So there you go right there. So shout out to dailyroto.com, all the great work they do. Shout out to rotoexperts.com, all the great work they do. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy, a.k.a. the Frenzy and Friends. When we come back on the other side, my man Chrissy Bones comes back up with an update. Mr. Sussman's going to be in the house. You got the BFF hour coming up. Mr. Sussman followed by Frank the Tank. It's the Frenzy in the morning. 